0: I'm Ali Portee, fashion journalist, traveler, wanderer, and living my best life ever, the life that God is calling me to fearlessly lead. I've lived in eight countries, and when I look at my journey so far, and because God is the foundation of that journey, I have to say it's been a wild ride. The past 17 years has had its hardships, but in every up and down, Every job and every opportunity, it's all been a part of God's design to get me to where I am now and to where He's ultimately taking me to. It's this way for all of us. And as the Apostle Paul says, I don't mean to say that I've already achieved these things or that I've already reached perfection, but I press on to possess that perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed me. I'm bringing real talks, some of them faith-filled, on all kinds of topics, as well as interviews with movers and shakers that I get to meet on my journey. So as the British say, grab a cup of cuppa and pull up a chair for this next podcast episode. Be inspired by the messages or moved by the interviews and apply these life applications into your own life. This is the Soulful Side of Life with Ali Lolita Porte. Happy Friday, everyone. I hope that you're well and that you're having a good week. Some... Doing something a little bit different. I'm doing Friday posts and posting them audibly to my podcast. That way, for those who don't have time to sit and read, you can listen to the Friday post. So hopefully this new way will be effective and helpful. Uh, So this Friday, I want to talk about the topic of betrayal. And today's title is Betrayal Like Adam and Samson. I've been sitting in the book of Judges the past few weeks, and the parallels between Adam and Samson are so poignant. Both were men who had extraordinary calls on their lives. God saw great potential in them, and He called them to their callings and purposes Before they were born and seeing them as men that he could partner with, God wanted to use both of these men for his greater purposes and plans. They were leaders and they were given much, but ultimately they betrayed God. So in this Friday post, I want to point out how betraying God leads to self-betrayal and ultimately heartache and pain. Let's look at Adam first. If we believe scripture, then we know that he was the first human that God created. Created on the sixth day of God's massive creation moment, Adam was formed in a particular way in His image in God's image. Genesis 121, excuse me, Genesis 127 tells us that. By chapter 2 and verse 15, God had commanded and charged Adam to guard and keep the garden. So this means that he was given responsibility. God saw him as a leader. And God told him to guard and to keep the garden. It's a great responsibility that God gave Adam. You see, and don't let me lose you here. Adam is a type of Christ. He's not Christ, but he is a type, a representation of Christ. He represents Christ when we're talking about the garden picture. And the garden represents the church, and Eve represents the people of God. It was after Adam had his fulfillment in laboring, which meant that Adam took care of the garden and naming the animals and keeping order, that he began to feel alone. So God brought Adam Eve. That's also another interesting topic that Ladies don't go chasing a man. It's better for a man to pursue a woman when he's ready for it, when he's longing and desiring that kind of companionship. Ladies, when we try to force that upon a man, it I I would I don't know of any situations where it really works, but maybe I can say it really works. But it's It was Adam who is this type of Christ, again, not Jesus, but with leadership responsibilities tasked to overlook his household and those in his care. And that means his job, his family, and his community. God tasked him to oversee the garden, his job, his nine-to-five, his community, caring for creation, as well as caring for the wife, the woman that God brought into his life. As Jesus looked after the church, his bride, that's us, Adam was to look after this literal bride, Eve. And as I just explained, his community, the garden and his family. And this is God's charge to us, that we're to look after what he has placed in our hands, our calling, our talent, our community, our families, our church family, our spouses, our children, our money, our everything that he gives us. But Adam betrayed God by eating of the fruit that God had told him to never eat of, which God told him not to do in Genesis two seventeen. God had given Adam the keys of life for all humanity in this guarding and keeping of the garden. But Adam essentially gave those keys to the serpent. But Jesus, in the two days of his death, he went and took those keys back. And that's that's a whole nother deep scriptural analysis of where was Jesus. In the two days of his death, he went and got those keys back. And he told John the Revelator, as it's written in John chapter 1, verse 18, Jesus said, I am the living one. I was dead. And now look, I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death and Hades. The point is, is that while Adam messed up and Eve messed up, God's plan for humanity, for creation, was always on a plan A. There's no plan B. And God sent his son to get everything back on plan A. Satan doesn't have that much control and power over God to make God go to a plan B. But we know and we learn and we see that Adam betrayed God. And that ultimately cost Adam, and it cost his children, us, and all those who came after him because we have to suffer with his choices because of a broken and sinful world. Now, let's turn to Samson. Samson was a Nazarite, meaning he was consecrated by God by way of a vow to do great things. This vow had a stipulation though, meaning that he could never drink alcohol, nor could he cut his hair, nor would he be defiled by the presence of a corpse. I don't know if Samson was stupid or just weak from women, but he betrayed God at least twice. Not only was he cocky with the immense strength that God had gifted him with, it made him arrogant and ultimately blinded him. The book of Judges is the book of how not to be, how not to do things, how not to fall into mistakes and greater sin. It's full of people who made grave choices that cost them dearly. And Samson let women deceive him into telling them the secret to his strength which was their motive to betray him. He got betrayed because he betrayed God first. He gave, God gave Samson a gift and he blabbed its source to the women who were really loyal to the Philistines and not to Samson. So this betrayal thing, and it brings me to the point that I'm trying to make, is that when we betray God, we've already betrayed ourselves. We've allowed Satan to deceive us by opening a door to his schemes. And we know that Satan doesn't even take a coffee break. He works 24-7, scowling the earth, trying to find who he may deceive. And it's Satan's ultimate goal, his ultimate goal, to get every life that God creates, every human life, away from the plan that God has for that life. And that inevitably leads to breakdown in a person's relationship, firstly, with God, and then a person's relational breakdowns with other people. You see, spiritual breakdown always precedes relational breakdown. Betraying God is a spiritual breakdown and it inevitably leads to relational breakdown with other people. By Adam betraying God, he let down his wife and his family. He laid on humanity the burden of sin and he forever changed things for his community. By Samson betraying God, he let the Philistines take his strength and his power. Although God gave him grace later, to take the Philistines down it sadly though cost Samson his life when he did that but Samson we can see he walked down a road of self-made hardship that he didn't have to so what are the takeaways keep God first and stand on the words that the Apostle Paul told Timothy Timothy he said Guard what has been entrusted to your care. That's First Timothy chapter 6, verse 20. Paul is referring to the gospel message of accepting salvation. He's telling Timothy to guard that gift of salvation. Guard what has been deposited into you. We have to hold on to our faith. And whatever our callings, our talents, our giftings that God has given and entrusted us with, We have to use it for his glory and for the betterment of our communities. So when the devil comes prowling as he does, trying to get us off track to betray God, we're firmly planted like trees planted by water. Jeremiah 17 verses 7 to 8 speaks about trees being planted by water. And when a tree is planted by water, that means its roots go down deeper versus trees that are inland. So when hurricanes and storms come, that tree is so rooted that it's not bothered by wind and hurricane storms, and so on and so forth. And that we're to be like trees planted by water. So when the devil comes, scheming and to, to try and deceive us, we are so planted down deep in the ground, in the word of God, on the foundation of God and our salvation and who we are in Christ that we won't allow betrayal in, or we won't allow our own lust and desires to take hold of us, to betray God, to betray what he has given us, and to betray ourselves and to betray others. So I hope that We can take away from this Friday post the importance of staying rooted in the Lord and we'll have a more fulfilling and fuller life in this regard. Happy Friday. God bless you. And go bless somebody else this weekend. And until next week, have a great and wonderful day. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast episode and that you have found a soulful connection to the conversation. God bless you, and until the next episode, go bless somebody else.